So this is Kim Davis and welcome to an edition of DMN's Spotlight On, in which we shine a spotlight on a company, in this case it's Aventry. And I have with me as guest, Brian Friedman, who's VP of Digital Innovation. Brian, welcome. Yeah, thank you for having me. Uh, let's talk a little bit about Aventry itself first, because I know some of our readers will remember in the past we've written about a company called E-Touches, and there's been an evolution there. So tell us what happened. Yeah, so um, we changed names from E-Touches to Aventry about like six months ago. Uh, E-Touches itself has been around for 10 years as a SaaS platform. Um, we're an EMS, so an event management software system. And really as a company, we felt like that we had outgrown our previous name because we're a lot more than management. Mm -hmm. uh, we're really now uh, an event connection platform. And what I mean by that is uh, the fact that we're running meetings all the way from two people up to large events with 500,000 attendees. We now have the ability to capture um, offline intent data at events, which really should drive sales and marketing. So our new eventry name, it's a combination of Avenue, uh, event and entry. Oh, okay. And that's kind of how we came up with it. And we really believe that it's all about making sure that we're getting the right people to the events and really taking that data as an entry point into the operation sales and marketing cycle of a company. That's really interesting. It's something I, I like to call kind of the paradox of today's event marketing, that it's about offline connections, face-to-face, -face, actually meeting people. But the, the outcome, what you're driving is digital connect activity, data, all that, all that kind of good stuff as well. Yeah, it, it's all about the offline intent and really uh, like in person, as archaic as it may be, mm -hmm. that's where business and relationships really happen. Uh, so even from like a, like a digital marketer perspective, if you look at email conversion rates and social, even for social ads on Facebook, it's really low. You need a high volume. Mm -hmm. And the second becomes so transactional, it's not as personal. So by having an in-person connection conversion rates can be a lot higher because it's more authentic. Got it. Yeah, so really we're focusing on taking the offline intent, which is being tracked by online technology, yeah. to plug it into the existing system. Okay, and one thing you underlined for me in conversation is that when you're talking about events, you could be talking about all kinds of different things, from like small round tables to, to massive conventions. And I think I'm right in saying that in the past, the E-Touches has specialized a little bit in the kind of small to medium sized events, but I understand you're scaling that. Yeah, so in the past, we really focused mostly on yeah, these small and medium sized events that might be between like 100 to 500 attendees. Um, also, the way we look at events, uh, events is an over encompassing term. So, mm -hmm. um, a lot of what the events that run through our system are, some of them are meetings. So, a meeting could be an internal or an external meeting, anywhere from two people, let's say up to 100. Um, at Aventure, we usually look at meeting as something that doesn't have revenue necessarily tied directly to it, mm -hmm. where an event might be something for sales and marketing that does have revenue tied to it, and events can scale a lot larger. Uh, so in the past, we did events sometimes up to 20,000, 30,000 attendees, which are still larger events for a corporate. And um, now through some additional uh, acquisitions and additional technology to our team, we now have the ability to go from two people for a meeting all the way up to 200,000 people for an event. And it's not now about the meeting or the event, it's about, okay, how do we have a platform for connecting people and how do we facilitate those connections um, as best as possible? Okay, let's just touch briefly on uh, the aims and the goals of events because as you say, if you're having an internal educational event, you have quite different 
KPIs and if you're having an event for customers or for prospects, you really need to know when you set out to plan what your outcome is going to be. Yeah, there's all different goals. So if you're running like an internal meeting where it's all employees it, and they already know each other and there's maybe like 10 to 20 people, the goal is not going to be, okay, I want 10 connections per attendee. Mm-hmm. Um, that might actually be irrelevant. Uh, at that point, it's probably more about education in their employees or even activating um, the promise and the excitement of the attendee. So it might be, okay, now we have 10 influencers at our company, but maybe they're not as gauged as much as they should be. Mm-hmm. How do we activate them through education to make them a brand ambassador? Um, if it's an external event where it's more marketing and sales related, uh, the goal might be around connections because they want to make sure that there's more leads for exhibitors, that partnerships are being formed. And if it's an event that might be in between, let's say more in the healthcare space where they're doing continuing uh, medical education credits, at that point, uh, session duration and attendance and making sure people are being educated is a lot more important. So yeah, so like you said, it's the event world, um, all the way from small to large, internal, external, and goal-oriented. There's a lot of different KPIs. So it's not, okay, I'm holding an event, I want 100 people to come to my event. It's really about what's your end goal out of it, and then how can we tie the KPI to that. Okay, let's talk a bit about the marketing and sales type of events, because I know that's what a lot of our readers are interested in. If you're finding all these new ways to gather data, you don't want to be putting into an Excel spreadsheet. You want to be doing like more agile things with the data. So what are the opportunities today to, um, to push the data back into your marketing operation? Yeah, so we're really trying to keep all the data online as much as possible even though we're capturing all this offline intent data. Uh, so a lot of our clients, their marketing teams are already digitized, mm-hmm. where their event team might be, um, you know, they might be using an Excel spreadsheet, sometimes they might actually be using a physical calendar and, and, and pen and paper. Um, so for us, the whole entire goal is step one to import that data. So it's either through an external integration such as a Salesforce or a Marketo system. Um, it could also be just manually importing a CSV or having some system that actually digitizes um, their offline pen and paper data. And once they have that base set of data within our system, it's then all about making sure that it stays online and that it gets flown into their um, existing marketing workflow process. So we have a lot of different integrations built out, but the main ones are Salesforce and Marketo. And a lot of our clients, what they'll do is um, they'll send data to Salesforce, so such as like an attendee record Mm -hmm. and some basic information about what they did at an event. And then they'll send the same data um, with existing and additional uh, attendee activity data. And that way they'll lead score through Marketo and then Marketo will then update on Salesforce so that they have a full comprehensive record of, okay, what's the value of that attendee of what they did at that event. And I can see that what you're then able to do is to develop segments, and then you can launch a nurturing program very easily if you've got the integration with your, your marketos of this world. Yeah, like, like digital marketers, I think the language between events and digital or offline online, it's becoming um, a lot more ubiquitous and they're a lot more familiar with those terms. Mm-hmm. So in events, we're now trying to talk about it in a way where digital marketers would understand it, such as like CPMs and CPC, mm-hmm. and saying, okay, now that you have an event list, you can now activate that segment. And they say, okay, well, how can we activate it? Well, you can activate it through ad networks. You can activate it through, um, like you said, email nurture campaigns. There's a lot of way to leverage that data and to make their existing marketing spend a lot more intelligent. 
yeah, ads, that's something important not to overlook. You can actually follow up by with targeted advertising based on this data, presumably. Yeah, and, and the thing is, now, now in the, our day and age with advertising, it only takes a few minutes to activate an ad. Yeah. And um, with retargeting, so if companies such as like Retargeter and Adderall, and I mean even Google like um, Retargeting Network, yeah. uh, you can do, okay, well, focus on this kind of audience. Or you could actually say, okay, hey, we had uh, 2,000 registrants go to our registrant website. They signed up, they didn't attend the event. Now for the next event, I wanna basically retarget focused ads to those attendees that are personalized content, and hopefully that will convert them back to our website so they come to our event. Very good. Okay, let's change gear a little bit and look at a couple of ways you have for uh, collecting the data. One thing is the dedicated event app, and another thing I'd like to come on to after that are uh, uh, smart badges or smart tags. But first of all, you came out of the event app space yourself, didn't you? So. Tell us about the, the way the Eventry event app developed. Yeah, so the Eventry event app, it's a, it's a combination of the LoopDat and TapCred app. So Eventry acquired TapCred around three to four years ago and looped around two years ago. And um, really the, the focus for the Looped app when it first came out in 2013 was connecting people. Mm -hmm. So it was trying to become a hyper-local um, social CRM. It's a lot of buzzwords there, but essentially the idea was that um, there, at the time, there were several apps that worked at events. Um, however, they were really focused on using GPS and technology that worked outside a building. Right. And when you went to the event, these apps wouldn't work. Oh, okay. So then people would start using business cards and go back to kind of old means of connecting. So we launched the first app leveraging Bluetooth, where all the phones within a local network could then see, okay, well, this person's 20 feet away and they have, let's say, five interests in common. I should probably go up to them and here's a conversation starter. Right. Um, where a lot of event apps right now, when, when they're created, really the initial impetus be, behind it was, okay, we want to make sure that we're going green. A lot of companies want to go green, so they remove paper from the event. From there, there's a lot of companies that want to be, have a digital transformation, and events are very public. So by showing that they have a really nice mobile app, it shows that they're becoming a mobile-first company. Mm -hmm. And for that, it goes past just having brochures now in an event app. It's now about the agenda and presenting that um, data to the attendee, where now that we have um, the tap credit and looped app in the adventure app as one, the whole entire goal is I look at it as a personal assistant. Yeah. So how can I make sure my app doesn't get in the way of the event? Because you want to make sure that you're having that in-person connection as much as possible. But the app has intelligence to understand, okay, hey, you have some downtime right now. And I want to make sure that you since education is a focus for you, that you're going to the top 10 sessions that are back to back to back. And now at the event app, I can show you how to get there. Maybe you have like 20 minutes on the way, so I can show you five or six exhibitors which you should um, visit, and here are some products you might be interested in. So um, by digitizing data, there's a lot of, uh, I'd say, well, kind of take a step back. So at, at events, attendees are already overwhelmed. Yeah. And then, with this, this offline, so like you're walking to a session, you have all these exhibitors and attendees that are walking up to you and you're, it's just, it's too much to take in. And mobile event apps, when they get added, it was supposed to really simplify the process, but now there's all this offline and online, your phone has like 10 notifications going off and it's, as an attendee, it's like, okay, I this event I have no idea what to do and it's actually raising my stress levels so maybe I'm only going to go to two events a year now because I, I don't want to have that, that, that health condition. Yeah. 
pull me back. So now, <laughs> right? So now with the Vent apps, it's all about, okay, how can we make sure that we're filtering out all the noise yes. and giving you the most important signals for the event? So it's actually um, a good event app is a huge benefit to the attendee and helping them steer themselves around the event and have a good experience. But also the advantage for the event hosts is that whereas if I exchange business cards with you, only you and I know, interactions which happen through the app become part of the data set. Yeah, and since you have um, one central database for that data, mm -hmm. you're now able to create trend analysis yeah. across all the attendees since you have uh, tags that are tied to each interaction. The, the event app's also really nice for not necessarily waking up your attendees, but just checking to see if they are engaged during the event. Mm -hmm. um, so it, it's really nice to collect data, to engage to collect more data, and then you can leverage that data set after the event. Okay, and let's talk about smart tags. I know some people talk about smart badges, but essentially this replaces the old QR code in a lanyard hung around your neck. Uh, they're a lot more interesting and valuable, aren't they? Talk, talk to me about that. Yeah, event badges, uh, yeah, they're, they're still probably stuck. They're, they're getting a lot nicer now. Um, we actually have probably like 10 to 15 different options mm -hmm. of badges that you can order. And some clients clients want really beautiful ones that have personalized content on them and their plastic credit card um, stock. And there's some others that are very simplistic, more like an Avery uh, name tag. But what we've really seen is that, um, once again, attendees don't want this intrusive experience yeah. where people are grabbing their badge. Yeah. And yeah. Um, it's, it's also some, sometimes superficial to look at a badge first and people look at a certain color or a title and be like, okay, I'm not going to talk to this person, right? <laughs> yes. I only have 30 minutes for it now and I, I know they're not with them, kind of my target prospect list. Right. So by using something like smart tags, um, a smart tag, it uses technology such as Bluetooth. There's some other ones out there. And the idea is that it can capture passive data. So as an attendee, when you walk into a session or to an exhibit booth, it's almost acting, once again, like a personal assistant, similar to the mobile event app, where it's collecting your entire journey, mm -hmm. and then you can see that data within the mobile event app. So now as an attendee, after I leave a session, say, okay, here's a session. Okay, well, who's that speaker? Oh, it's Jeff. Okay, well, what were Jeff's five things he was talking about? You click on Jeff, and now it has five blog posts, it has his social. So it's really tying that entire journey together. And then for an event organizer, from uh, like a session attendance perspective, now they can remove scanning and swiping. Yes. They can have this really sleek experience where an attendee walks in once, they're checked into a session, they're checked out, they're checked back in automatically by sensors placed within the room. Yeah. And for the attendee, it almost seems like technology's in the background and they're getting uh, an immense amount of value add, which they didn't have in the past. Okay, and the, the old scanning system, it really didn't tell you much, did it? It simply told you that somebody was physically there. It didn't tell you about how they engaged with the session, uh, what if they had comments, if they voted in polls. Now you're pulling all that stuff together, aren't you, and getting a much fuller picture of the person's engagement. Yeah, in, in the past it was okay, they might not even scan their badge, it could have been like a manual check. Mm -hmm. So on a piece of paper or with uh, a counter. So the attendee went in, the attendee went out, they may have missed even like 10 to 30% of the attendees walking in and out. With the smart tags, I almost uh, describe it as like on a website, you have a cookie. Yeah, yeah. Right, and you can opt in or opt out of that cookie. And by having the cookie, it's gonna personalize and enhance your experience over time. Right. Uh, so with smart tags, the same thing. If you have opted in, you're using it. Let's say you're during, uh, you walk into a session, 
now an event organizer can push content to you in that session, which is personalized for you, and it's also a unique experience, just yeah. because they know, okay, they walked into the session 20 minutes ago, and they've been there for 20 minutes now. You can do that in real time. You can push things which will be of interest to that person in real time. Yeah, so it ties all the technology together, right? Yeah. So let's say you went to a session on artificial intelligence, yeah. and it knew that you were an avid tennis fan. <laughs> um, now, as an event organizer, they could push a message to your mobile app that has an article about how Wimbledon used AI, <laughs> right? <laughs> That's lovely. That's lovely. Okay, so to bring things to a conclusion, Historically, people have thought of events as being a real black box when it comes to uh, evaluating ROI. We spent, we spent so much money on the event, what actual results did we get out of it and how do we go about measuring that? That surely must be a lot easier when you've got the kinds of data you're talking about. Yeah, like collecting the data is, in restructuring the data is usually the hardest thing. That, that's the first step. And the funny thing is, in the past, creating the models was the hardest part. Right. Where now I say the models, um, they become democratized and they're a lot easier to actually take advantage of through a lot of uh, systems that are out there. And there's a lot of um, open source code for algorithms that you can implement on your data without that much technical experience. Mm -hmm. So it's all about structuring the data. And by using a system like ours or another um, event connection platform, you can have that data within one place. And really tying it back to ROI, I, I like to think of it as like return on innovation for your events. So how do you get that experience um, as disruptive as possible? But it's not just about money into your event, money out. It's about how does that event influence either your operations, your sales, or your marketing for your organization so that your company can build a brand and drive revenue. So now with this data, the fact that you can integrate it into a Marketo or a Salesforce, mm -hmm. um, a lot of our clients, they run multi-attribution tools on top of Salesforce. Yeah and they can now add a certain score for events. And, and that is massive for tying the value of an event back into the whole entire sales and marketing funnel. So the event may well not be the last touch, but it might be a decisive one. Yeah, events are usually multi-touch within the middle, um, and a lot of companies will do first touch or last touch. Yeah. So there's been a period where it's like, our events are really bringing value? And we've been trying to work with our clients to show them, okay, if you're able to implement uh, a multi-touch, or at least having events more as a first touch, you can actually understand how impactful those, those in-person interactions are for you. Very good. Brian, that's a great overview of the cutting edge of the event marketing space. Appreciate you coming on. Yeah, no problem. Thank, Thank you. you.